With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take, take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! It's your boy, Mr. Pinkney, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! Uh-huh. What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m., Tuesdays, Victory Over the Waste of Life with author Deanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Word Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with yours truly, the Psalmist Voice, by appointment only. Saturdays, it's Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV radio also live 365 tune in and all of our podcast social media platforms walk with us in relationship purpose and promise and let's go you never heard christian radio quite like this like this get your fix 24 7 on the psalmist voice radio network radio network The Weight of Life with Sister Deanne Libreen. 
greetings, everybody. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How is everybody doing? Lottie, Dottie, everybody. It's another Tuesday. Amen. And we give God praise and we give our God glory because he's good and he is greatly to be praised. I want to thank you for joining us right here on the TPV Radio Network. I am yours truly, host, author, and speaker, Diane Lubran, and you are listening to Victory Over the Waste of Life. I want to welcome you, and I want to ask you, would you please go ahead and share this? If you are listening to us on Facebook, would you please share this? If you are listening to TPV Radio Network, however you are listening, if you are able to share, would you do so? Also, we're asking, if you have not given us a thumbs up, would you go ahead and give us a thumbs up so every time we come on, you get the notification that we are on. Don't forget to go to tpvradionetwork.com. There, like our show. Look for the lady in the yellow suit. That would be me. Give me a thumbs up and follow me. I want to say thank you for everybody who's listening. We are worldwide. Therefore, I got to give a worldwide shout out to the world. So I want to say it to Africa. Welcome, Africa. Welcome, Australia. Welcome, Japan. Welcome, the United States of America. Welcome to the U.S., Virgin Islands, Canada, to the U.K. Welcome, welcome, South America, wherever you are listening to us, Ghana. We want to say thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We love you. And I thank you guys for, for, for always chiming in because in this day and time, we are in serious, serious trouble. So as we go on for the month of June, if you did not catch the show last week, it was an awesome awesome show we had with us Dr. One uh, Pastor One the Black and we spoke our we spoke on prayer. Today we're gonna continue speaking on prayer, encouraging you to pray, uh letting you know how necessary it is in these last hours for us to pray because Jesus told us to always pray. A man needs to always pray and faint not. When he say man, he doesn't just mean man. He means the, 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 the human race, the human race. So before we go any further, we have today my guest, amen, our very own Pastor Christopher Newton is going to help me out today as we continue, amen, with prayer. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you great glory and great honor that is due unto your name. Father, we pray in Jesus' name as we come. We come, God, with a thankful heart. We come, God, knowing that you are faithful, and it's because of you, God, we are still here. So, Lord, we thank you for this Tuesday, June 8th, or maybe in other part of the world already, June 9th. We thank you for this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So, Father, we invite you right now into this program. We ask, Father, that you come, you take full control. We bind the hands of the enemy off the airways. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. We cancel every device that you may have in, in, in mind. We, we, we tear it down, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord God of hosts. We thank you for the TPV Radio Network. Father, we thank you for giving us the boldness to go out and do the mandate that you said, to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. God, as we preach the gospel, let us 
preach it with fervency. Let us preach it with, with passion. Let us preach it with power. Let signs, wonders, and miracles take place, Father, even as the people around the world hear your word, hear your voice in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for the Newton family. We pray God continuous blessing over them. Open up the windows of heaven. God, pour them out a blessing where they don't have room enough to receive it. And the TPV radio family, bless every show, God. On this, on this network, on this platform. And God, we give your name praise. We give your name glory. Because there's absolutely no one like you. And we pray this prayer in no other name than the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen, amen, amen. Again, you guys, I am excited. Um, I, I, I never knew prayer could have been such a wonderful thing. Because my first experience with prayer, it, to me, it was like a form of punishment. So to me, prayer was like always, you know, being punished. So I didn't really like prayer. But when I grew up and I got to learn the benefits of prayer, how you can come into the throne of God and you get to have all of God's attention. God have his eyes on you. He have his ears open. And if you will just wait a little, he will talk to you. So go ahead, you guys, invite somebody, share this, and help me welcome our very own Pastor Christopher Newton. Pastor Christopher Newton, thank you so much for being with us. How are you, sir? I am good. God bless your family. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Amen. Me too. I like I say, and now that I know how how essential it is for prayer, I, I have a whole new a whole new love, I guess you can say, for prayer. But as we start, Pastor Chris, can you just in in a few words tell the people what is prayer? Hmm. Well, not to be too theological, I'll just explain it um, because prayer is a conversation. That's ultimately what it is. It's a conversation right. between you and God. Now, right. when you're just starting out, of course, you're not going to be all super deep. You're not mm-hmm. going to be saying all the big elaborate words. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Just, it's mm-hmm. a skill that you learn, just like we're speaking. If we don't know each other, we can't get too personal, but we can keep it professional, as they say. So, right. But when you're talking to, to God, it's an experience. And as you grow with God, you learn that your communication with him will get a bit more intimate, will be more mm-hmm. personal, so forth and so on. So right. with that, it grows. But I tell people, this is a relationship. As right. you grow in your relationship with God, you realize that your relationship with God grows. So as you right. grow with him, your prayer grows with him. So as you continue to grow in your faith walk, you will continue mm-hmm. to grow in your prayer life. See, see, people don't see the significance. They don't see that you don't have to be all super deep to talk to the Father. Right, I've right. gotten my biggest breakthroughs by just talking to him. I'm just kidding. Right. 
Right. I, I didn't have to be all whole oh, shanda da da and all this stuff. <laughs> I didn't have to do all that. I just right. spoke to him. I just like, look, right. Dad, look, I'm having issues right now. Right. I need something from you right now because I'm about to flip. See, right. if you are very honest with God, see, see, what people don't understand, the God we serve is personable. We have right. to understand that he sent Jesus Christ down on the earth so he can understand us. So, therefore, being that we had Jesus here, he understands how we communicate. He understands right. the creation he made. Why are we getting so super complicated on something so simple? See, people exactly. will get mad at me with that one. But that's the truth. We're getting so super spiritual, so super deep, and all we got to do is talk to them. Right. And you don't have to name it and claim it. You don't have to go through all this stuff. All you got to do is talk to the stupid. Father. Yeah, you, you don't have to. So right. all I'm going to say is this, because I can go on and on and on, but the bottom line is to make it as basic as possible, it's a conversation between you and God. You don't, we, we've taught each other in some of our congregations. We got to be so super, we got to go into the secret place of God and all this stuff. No, just talk to him. Because I guarantee you, you'll experience God way faster than you would going through the theatrics. I'm just saying. Right. Because the theatrics, right. you're right. pumping yourself up. It has nothing right. to do with the conversation between you and God. Nothing. See, but they won't tell you that. But you yeah. on the right station at the right time because we're going to tell it like mm-hmm. it is. It's, we have to make sure that we talk to him. It's a conversation. I can't stress right. that enough. I said that 350 times. But again, it's a conversation, and as you grow in your relationship, grow in your walk, yes, your prayer language will increase. There are some things that might be added to your repertoire as you start talking to God personally. But anyway, that's my three cents. Let me stop because I'm getting excited. So back to you. Amen, amen. And that, that's what people don't understand. Prayer is a simple conversation. It's it's like two friends talking. It's, 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 and it's like you say, when all the time the Bible told us that Jesus prayed, even when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, even at that time, he didn't just flip it and and run loose. He remained composed. Now, now I do understand sometimes when you get to praying and the anointing begin to fall and you start going into another realm of prayer. I get it. You got to be strengthened. You got to go for it. But for for the people who are just learning how to pray and for people who are, are baby Christians, a lot of them will look at, at people who pray like that and they'll say, oh, my God, maybe God will not hear me and there will not be an answer to my prayer because I don't pray that way. And Prayer is as personable as the relationship you have with your husband or your wife. The, the relationship somebody else and their spouse have, do not base your relationship on theirs because what works for them is not going to work for you. So for some people, for some people, you know, they, they're quiet, 
You barely see their lips moving, and somebody might say, oh, well, that's not real prayer. And then there might be somebody else at the top of their voice, and then somebody else will say, you know what I'm saying? Prayer is is what gets you into God's presence. It's not what it's not what you want it to be. Just like we pick up the phone and call each other, that's how prayer works. When you call, you there's a ringing on the other line because when you come uh, uh, to the Lord, whether it be on your knees, whether you're sitting, whether you're standing, whether you're walking, whether you lay flat on your face, or whether you're prostrated before the Lord, when you come before the Lord, now there are going to be some people that's going to be mad, some religion's going to be mad, but the only way you will get your prayer into the throne, and Jesus said it plainly, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, no one come to the Father but by me. What does that mean? That means when we go into prayer, the way you get your prayer to God, you have to come in the name of Jesus. Pastor Chris, it's on you. And you're right. You have to come with the authority. You have to understand that, again, as you develop, there's certain things that will be added. Now, we can talk about tongues because, of course, tongues is, is, a, is a prayer language. Now, Correct. we've also taught about tongues in church. Now, see, that's a whole nother show, and I'm not going to talk about that. But what I am going to say is this. Prayer, when you're speaking in tongues, it's a personal prayer language between you and God. Now, we have taught it so much that when we say it in the church, it's become theatrics. It hasn't. It's a language between you and God. And I'm sorry to say it, but it is. You're having a conversation with you and God. And you and God only are getting the conversation. You're having that intimate time in the spirit. And you're letting God know how you feel, so forth and so on. And he's also communicating with you. Through speaking in tongues. Now, again, that's a whole nother lesson, whole nother time. Right. See, what we have to understand that is essential because you don't have to be the most dynamic prayer to get your prayer across. That's we, right. We teach that. We got to be so dynamic, uh, Sister Deanne. We got to right. we gotta roll our T's and dot our yes. I's. See, being that you're from the island, see, it's easy for you <laughs> To, to roll certain words and say certain things and people are like, oh, this is the end. She's getting deep. She's really yes. in the spirit. But in all yes. naturality, you're just speaking in your dialect. But see, we got, see, we got so deep with stuff, sis, that I don't think we even know what prayer is anymore. Because anymore. we've made everything such a show. And because hmm. we don't get something from God, we stop praying. Yes, or yes. we don't deposit something in my account, we stop praying. Or we've yes. been praying for our spouses. They've been acting straight up a muck and all this stuff, and God ain't answering my prayer. We stop right. praying. We're praying. But how yes. is God going to be effective in your prayer life if you just quit? Uh-oh. Right. See, right. you don't have to be, and again, I keep saying the same thing, and I don't know why I'm saying this. Somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to hear You don't have it. to be the most dynamic 
prayer person right. or the, right. have, have the, a doctor's degree in prayer to get it across. Right. I've seen you people don't have to that could pray. And, yeah. Right. Well, I've seen folks that could not pray all deep like we hear it in some of our churches. They prayed mm-hmm. a simple prayer. God heard them and answered it. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying. We don't yes. have to be so super spiritual to get God's attention. Uh-oh, I'm gonna get, we're going to get people to drop off the, uh, off the live right now because we're talking. But there's some truth here. We get so caught up in the stuff that we right. forget who we're talking to. We Amen. get so caught up in our language. We're trying to impress the pastor. We're trying to impress our friends. We're trying to impress right. the usher board and the praise right. team. All this stuff. Isn't Your prayer sad? language you has to nothing to do with them. Yeah, right. it has nothing to do with them. You pray to God in the way you know how to pray. That's what That's I will it. preach. That's what I preach here. That's what we're going to preach in the ministry. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you need to pray this way. No. Right. God will develop your prayer life when it's your season, your time to grow in your prayer life. Just like in this relationship. He adds some extra spice to it. Hmm. He adds some Hmm. special flavor as you continue to grow in him. He adds some extra stuff. Right. Let me stop. And, go ahead. Go, go ahead. That, See, you're going to get me preaching, and you cannot give a preacher the mic. I'm just saying. You sure can. So I'm going sure to be quiet because this is your show. <laughs> so I'm going to be quiet. Okay. All right. Yeah. Back to you. Another, <laughs> I, I, I was, another, another thing that uh, people people look at when when they hear others pray, and let me say this again. Do not. Uh, base your prayer life on anybody. If somebody say, "Oh, I pray three times a day," do not try to go and pray three times a day. If all you can do is pray once a day, pray twice a day. The thing is, this we have to pray. Now, when we get in the presence of the Lord, and if God needs us to come back. He will make a way where we can have the freedom to come back to him. Because if you are at work and you have somebody in your office, you cannot just leave the person right there and just jump on your knees and start praying. You know what that person, they're going to walk out the office. Okay? If they come to your bank, they're going to walk out to the bank because I don't need nobody crazy to, to loan me any money for my car or for my house. So the children of God, we are supposed to have wisdom even in prayer, as simple as prayer is, we have to have wisdom in prayer. How do we learn wisdom in prayer? Well, you have to know your words. You have to know your In order for you to pray, you have to know your words. So when you pray, when you pray and you tell God what he said, he cannot go back on his word. What? Isaiah 54, he says, My word shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it's going to prosper in the thing I send it. So when we come to God and you learn your word, that means 
Sister Diane, does that mean I have to learn some scriptures? Yes, because how are you going to tell God what he says? How are you going to tell God what he says? Because when we promise our children something, when they come back and say, but mama, you said, they give us back our words. Now, we have two choices. We could either be parents of integrity or we can be parents who are liars. If we are unable to do it right now, well, we'll say, baby, well, daddy don't have it right now, mommy don't have it right now, but once we get it, we'll be able to get it for you. Okay, but the thing with God, he He does not tell us, I don't have it right now. <laughs> He'll say to you, you're not ready right now. <laughs> you're not ready right now. So Pastor Chris, let's talk about people who have been praying for certain things for years and they have not received it. Is that a no from God? Is that a preparation time? What would you say to somebody who said, man, I've been praying for a job for so long? Oh, I've been praying for this. I've been praying for healing. I've been praying for... Is our God not listening and does it? Does he not care? Or is there something else that we are supposed to learn in that process? Well, see, God doesn't work on our time frame. Say see, it. this is what we're not taught. He doesn't work on our agendas. He doesn't work on when we want things to happen. Okay. There's certain that require growth. Now, this is what I've learned. I don't know about y'all, but this is what I learned. See, right. when it comes to the things of God, a lot of things that we pray for, really think about what we've been praying for. Because a lot mm -hmm. of stuff we pray for, sis, is nonsense. I'm just going to keep it real. A lot of it. A lot See, of it. Greed, we, jealousy. Yeah, we... Exactly. Well, well, she got this, or she mm -hmm. prayed different from me. So, or uh, she she got promoted in the church faster than me. See, little mm -hmm. that's just little things. That's just examples. Right. But see, right. God doesn't answer on our time frame. And once we understand and realizes that, now will He deliver on time? Always. He's never late. But there's some okay. prayers. That something there's some things we have to be on track with. There's some right. things maybe we have to grow in. There's some right. things that we might have to look in the mirror and start doing a self-diagnosis on us before God can add his salt or his sugar Amen. into the mix. See, right. we have to understand that. See, God's not just going to go, poof, I am the genie God, and I'm going to give you what you right. ask for. Right. No. Some things require some pressing. Some Amen. things require you to go through that wilderness experience. Some, right. Sometimes right. we got to be pressed like that mm -hmm. coal to produce that mm -hmm. diamond. The pressure mm -hmm. has to press on that coal to develop the diamond. Now, That's there right. are some things that I know... Your show is domestic violence uh, surrounded, but even mm -hmm. in this situation, sometimes God will give you your answered prayer, but right. we're so distracted by what's going on, we don't even see it. And then Amen. we blame God because he didn't answer it. I, I've been there. I've done that. Amen. So too. I'm not going to sit Me here too. and tell you something that I didn't do. <laughs> 
See, the birdie right. was sitting there tweeting, telling you to get out, girl. Get yeah. out. It's your time yeah. right now. But we go, said, go, go. oh, God in heaven, please. Yeah. Oh, Shanda Honda. See, we go through all right. this stuff. Right. And see, it goes back to wisdom. God does goes back answer to having wisdom. Exactly. He answers our prayers, sis. He, but mm-hmm. are we really listening? Are We're we really attention. watching for the mm-hmm. sign that he gives mm-hmm. us? Sometimes that knock on the door was your answered prayer. Amen. Amen. Sometimes that phone call that came out of nowhere mm-hmm. was your wake-up call. Answer. Mm-hmm. See, we, we have to understand that prayer is so dynamic. He could take the most simplest thing and answer it right then and there. But the and- things that are more complicated, sis, like growth mm-hmm. and maturity, certain things in mm-hmm. our lives that we really don't need. We praying to hit the lotto. That ain't that ain't a God, that, but yeah, we pray for it. Um, we pray for that raise, but God doesn't deliver it right then and there. Then we stop praying. Right. But see, sometimes right. we have to prepare for the thing to walk in right. the thing. Maybe it's right. not your season to walk in the thing. That's right. why we have to understand our relationship, and right. we don't. And that's why we get mad, sis, to answer your question. That's mm-hmm. why we get mad. That's why we we turn away from God because he don't answer our prayer on time and all this mm-hmm. nonsense that has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. th- that's, the, that's the quick, quick version of how I can answer that question. So back right. to you. Right. Right, right. And like I was saying, when God sends, when we pray, you know, we may say, Lord, I'm praying because, Lord, I need a financial miracle. Lord, you see the finances. Lord, we need to have some finances. And we're expecting for maybe uh, there'll be a check in the mail or, you know, somebody calling and say, hey, we got a job for you or something. And then God answered that prayer in an entirely different way. An entirely different way. Somebody might call you and say, hey, can you come by and go get me a few, a few groceries because I'm not feeling too good. It's like, man, I barely have any gas in my car. Where am I going? Why? I got to go, you know what I'm saying? While I'm going grocery shopping yeah. for them, I need to get me some, some grocery myself. And you go to that place and you go and you come back and that person say, the Lord told me to bless you with this. Open your hand, 100, 200, how much ever money that, that, that uh, you would need it. So when we ask God in prayer for certain things, don't just look at it and say, oh, he's going to answer it that way. Or if you prayed for that thing before and you got an answer one way, don't look for it that way again because it's not going to come the same way. We have to remember our God is multidimensional. He likes to wow his children. He likes to he likes to put a smile. He likes to blow our mind off because when he blows our mind off, then we say, "Man, you will not believe what the Lord did." I mean, I know God done blew my mind before, but this one, I just have to take my wig off and just put it on the counter because he just really did exactly. something to you know what I'm saying. So he give us that testimony, and as we were speaking about that, what the Lord showed me is a plant. Okay, sometimes God doesn't answer our prayer. It's like that plant in that soil. 
when you give a plant too much water, it doesn't have to work for it. So some a hurricane will come, a strong wheel will pass by. That plant is more easily plucked up than a plant that is not watered every day. So when when and then when you do water that plant, you don't oversaturate it. You give it enough. What that plant does is that the roots of that plant go down deeper. So when they go down deeper, when a storm comes, guess what? that tree, that plant will still be left standing. That's why sometimes a, a strong wind go by, the plant won't leave the, the bucket or whatever. The whole bucket flips over because it's easier for the wind to flip the whole bucket with the plant rather than just uprooting the plant because the roots have gone so deep. And sometimes God doesn't answer our prayers because he wants us to keep seeking. The Bible tells us about searching for that treasure. He is a treasure. He told us about the story about that man who who found a treasure in a piece of land, and he said, man, he went out and he sold everything that he had to gain enough money to come and buy that piece of property because he saw the value in it. So don't get Mm. discouraged when God say, not no, but he might say, not yet. You're not ready. You want a husband? You, You still can't cook. I need you to learn how to cook. You want a husband? You're still not a good housekeeper. You're not a husband. You're still not taking care of your body like you should. You 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 got all these cavities. Girl, go do something with yourself. And at the same time, you want a husband. You got to carry yourself like a wife. You can't be looking for a husband and carry yourself like a hoochie because you're not going to get a husband. Amen. You might get something else, but you're not going to get a husband. And that's the thing with prayer. You have to remember prayer. The more we pray and the more we come into the presence of the Lord, the more he knocks junk off of us, the more he he gets. Like for those of us who struggle with unforgiveness, the more you come and say, Lord, it's not right. I don't like it. You got to get it out of me. Let me tell you all something. I give God ultimatum. I say, Lord, you got to get this thing out of me because I don't want to die and this thing is in me and I lose my soul. I don't want to have unforgiveness and bitterness and hatred and anger and I'm holding people in contempt and all of a sudden the trumpet of God blows or I die in my sleep or in an accident and I find myself in hell. Why? Because I had all that junk and gunk in us. When we come to God, I remember the the old folks used to say, the church is the hospital. So if the church is the hospital, Jesus is, is like the main doctor because he's the one that does all the surgery and he knew exactly what to cut out and he knew exactly what to leave behind. So when we pray, we have to know that we are coming to the God, not a God. Not a God. We're coming to the God, the one and only, the one who was, who is, and is to come. Behold, I am alive forevermore, Jesus said. He's never going to die again. So we have to know that he is God. Now, Pastor Chris, another thing I was thinking of today while I was thinking of the show, and uh, I last week or something uh, when we did Bible study, Pastor asked us a, a question about pride. And I was sitting there today. I was like, you know what? People who are prideful, they can't pray. People who are rich, because Jesus told us in the book of Mark, he he, he talked about the rich man, how it is so much easier 
for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to make it into heaven. Because when people are rich, they're very prideful. They're stink. Yes, they stink yeah. in the sight of God, and they don't even realize it. And because they have money, they think they can buy everything. This is why it's so diff- difficult for, for people in Hollywood to bow their knees, because they have made themselves a God. And all the fans that they have have put them in a place where they are being worshipped, and we don't even know that. That's why I don't have no favorite in Hollywood. I don't have no favorite. I don't listen to the world's music. I don't, I don't, I don't want their stuff. It's not good for me. So can you tell the people, share with the people the difference between uh, Jesus praying in humility and Satan and his bad self decided, I will, I will, I will. You know, when he got kicked out of heaven, he was saying, he will do this, he will do that. Jesus prayed in humility. Satan never repented. I was thinking about that today. Do you think, let me ask you this instead. Do you think if Satan had repented because he had not committed the unpardonable sin, which is blasphemy, because the Bible never told us he blasphemed, the Bible told us he got proudful and he wanted to overtake God. He wanted to be God. Do you think if Satan had repented, our world would be different? I think so, because that's the biggest thing with God. See, pride has always been our problem Mm -hmm. as a human race, as a people, black, white, green, polka dot, whatever you are. Mm -hmm. Pride has always been the greatest issue for us as a race of people. Because we get to a point that we become little G's. What do Mm. I mean by that? See, we've developed this whole thing on economic development and building, kingdom building, all these words, phrases we use. And (laughs) what we're doing is building our own kingdom. Uh-oh, That's I'm right. in trouble with that one. So we all lost That's everybody. Right. I'm sorry, but That's I got to keep it real. See, it's okay. Look, I'm not saying don't bless your man or woman of God. That's not right. what I'm saying. What I'm right. saying is if you are sewing into a pride machine, what do I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, if it's mm-hmm. they're always talking in the I, me. They're talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. God's going to do this. For me, or he mm-hmm. tries to third person his words. It's all about them, not God. Where did God come mm-hmm. into the picture? Mm-hmm. He has it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's all about you. Damn. See, pride mm-hmm. is always going to be that Achilles heel, that thorn yeah. on our side. And that's why having a relationship. Again, mm-hmm. we're going right mm-hmm. back to the R word. When you have a relationship, you're building something, right? Yeah, now, yeah. if you're building a relationship and you have a true relationship with your father, your father's not going <laughs> to let you go left or go right. right. He's mm-hmm. going to steer you in the right direction. Now, Amen. as God elevates our life, He will continue to keep you humble. 
I got the T-shirt and the hat. Been mm-hmm. there, done that. Definitely. See, okay. I know what it's like to be prideful, knowing I'm mm-hmm. gifted, I'm talented. God did this for me, so let me promote mm. myself. Well, let me right. tell you something, Chris. <laughs> None of this stuff that you have, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't you even be here on this planet, That's number right. one. Now, see, I say this all the time, and this is a personal testimony of mine, and I always say this because I thank God for what happened to me. You want to know why? Because Mm -hmm. if I had kept on going the way Chris wanted to go, Mm -hmm. I would never be at a point spiritually where I am right now. Because sometimes God's got to give us that old school mama backhand and our Yay. lips swell up and we looking mm-hmm. all days looking up like what why are you hitting me well yeah because yeah, some of us are knuckleheads sisters right. and brothers included i'm saying everybody because right. we could be hard-headed especially if we got it going on we got mm-hmm. our job we got mm-hmm. our car we got Put our nice house we mm-hmm. got our dollars. We flossing. I can get my hair did and my nails done mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. bald head shaved by a barber every, every week. It, all Come these on. things. But then we Come start on. getting prideful. And then we start looking down on folk. See, right. God doesn't God doesn't honor prideful people. Now, no, what's no. being preached now, sis, and that's why folks are, are confused. See, we're preaching living our best life now, right? And we're preaching pride and arrogance. But see, people don't mm-hmm. see it that way because it's coming from their idol. Oh, I'm leader. sorry. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 <laughs> they're, they're preaching. I'm sorry. I apologize. Woo! I didn't mean to say that. See, we... We we put these folks on these pedestals. Mm-hmm. They're human. Now, I like nice stuff too, sis. But if it right. costs too much and it's beyond my it. means, mm-hmm. I don't want it. There's two I don't options. Need it that much. If they still, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't need that much. Or if they still have layaway, I'll put it on layaway. See, y- y'all know about layaway. I'm sorry. See, that's for the older. That's for us older people. They don't know about that. Uh, See, we used to put stuff on layaway, right? We, we had, we had patience on it. back then. Yeah, yes. yeah. We 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 were patient. We were able to mm-hmm. put it on layaway and put our little fifty dollars a week until mm-hmm. we were able to get that big screen or that yeah. that nice dress you wanted from Lord yep. Taylor's or from Macy's. Yep. See, we had layaway back in the yep. day. But see, Lord. everybody wants stuff now, sis. They want it now. Mm-hmm. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. I want it right now. And that's yeah. the problem. So yeah. we're acting like grown babies, especially exactly. in the church. Yeah, I said it. We getting mad because mm-hmm. so-and-so and so-and-so driving up in a BMW. But how much Come did on. it cost them? See, okay. there's a cost for everything. For everything. See, people yeah. don't understand that. There's a cost. Yeah. See, what people don't understand, okay, it's nice to have a BMW, but you have to have like a package where you have to pay extra, and if you're leasing extra. it, 
You're paying the lease oh, price, man. and you paying for ba- you paying ba- BMW just to hmm. maintenance your car every three months because it's a foreign hmm. car. You can't drive that hmm. car everywhere. You can only drive it in certain places. But see, yeah. we're preaching the stuff, but we're not preaching the cost. Uh oh, see, hmm. see, since the end, you gotta stop putting me on this show because see, you be having these subjects. And you get me lit up, and I'm trying right. to be nice, okay? I'm right. trying to be nice. So, right. you know, we, 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 we get so caught up in ourselves, and that's why it's okay. As we grow in God, God blesses us. I never mm-hmm. want to forget where I came from. Oh, that's a cliche. We heard that before. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's truth be told, I got to remember where I came from. I have yep. to trust God yep. for real because yep. I have can't to. work. So I got to trust God in what he gives me, how he leads me to do it, and how to execute it. Every dollar Amen. that we get has to be wisely spent. I can't be right. going around buying up the world. Guess what? TPV wouldn't be in six years in a row right now. If I had right. if I had that mindset, oh I gotta be bigger, yeah. Sister Deanne. We gotta get the thousand dollar cameras and the thousand dollar lights for what? Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. what? Start small. God will right. elevate you when it's your As you go. time. Right. But we don't wanna wait. That's the problem. Let me stop saying. Right. I'm sorry. Because you got me lit up right. over here, so let, <laughs> let me let me be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. You, right. go, go ahead, sis. You, you better stay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you're right because when people get these houses, and, and I'm, I'm gonna be right there with you now. If God bless you with a beautiful home, please by all means. If God bless you with the car, whatever he blesses you, please, by all means, receive it with great, with a grateful heart. Receive it with gladness, you know. But do not let the pride of you owning that house or now you're able to wear these name brands. Do not allow that to take the place of your God. You're so busy washing the car on Sunday, you can't come to service. You're so busy going here and there. You cannot make time for prayer. And let me say this because I'm, I, I, can, I can tell you this because I am a witness. Anytime we start putting anything before God, he's going to snatch it. Anytime God gives us anything and we start putting it in his place, so the time that we would take for prayer, all of a sudden we no longer have time for prayer. Oh, I got to go shop. I got to buy me new curtains for my house. Oh, I can't do Bible study tonight because today they're coming to put the new carpets. And when we start putting these things before God and by us not being in the presence of the Lord, that pride is just growing. Because Satan just opens the eyes and just, oh, girl, you need this. Oh, girl. Or remember, sister, such and such, this is how she did hers. You got to do yours better than hers. So now, you know what I'm saying? We're more focused on doing stuff to make other people go, ooh, ah, rather than coming into the presence of the Lord and don't let me die in my sin. Lord, don't let this house move me out of this place with you that I'm in. Lord, don't let this position and then this new job 
Satan put me in a place where I'm just so busy working on stuff, I don't have time for you. Humility, it, it, it is necessity. It is necessary in prayer because humility makes you bow your knees. Pride makes you stand up. Pride makes you stand up and say, oh, I pray next week. That's, you know, and, and some people, they don't come to to the realization that they need to pray until something goes mad wrong. Some people will never pray until they get sick. They'll pray when the doctor says, oh, the cancer has metastasized. Or they call and say, you're about to lose your job. We're going to have to lay you off. You just bought the house six months ago. Or you call, you celebrated anniversary this week, next week. You get a knock on the door. Somebody comes to serve you divorce papers. And, oh, God, oh, God. And we don't go to God until something major happens. Let us not wait until something major happens to usher us into the presence of the Lord. It is so much better to go when things are good because when things are bad, you will be like that potted plant. I know he was watering me before. I'm going to push these roots deep down, and sooner or later, I'm going to come up with some water. And if I don't come up with some water, I'm just going to keep going because I know sooner or later because he did it before. He did it before. It doesn't matter how dry the summer gets. It doesn't. God in his grace will let rain come sometimes in the summer to water the soil. So it's coming. We just have to hold on. And the way we learn to hold on is in prayer. The way we learn to hold on is we go to God in prayer and we say, Lord, this is your word. Lord, this is what you said. You said, God, you will take care of me. You said your name is Jehovah Jireh. You are my provider. God, we don't have any food in this house. So I need you to show up and be the God that you said you are. God, they're telling me I'm going to die in six weeks. Okay, you are the God of the living, not the dead. I cannot serve you. I cannot praise you like David told him in the grave. I cannot do that. Let us not wait until things get so bad for us to try to run the prayer. And, and, and when we go to prayer, let us not be selfish. Selfish prayer. Lord, for me. Lord, open a door for me. Lord, heal my body. Lord, deliver my children. Lord, me, 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 my, my, my. Lord, everything. Pray for somebody else. Don't pray about oh. them. Pray for oh. them. That person that have, like, totally destroyed you, that person that made you cry, that person that lied on you, made you lose your job, what, don't pray about them, Lord. Charmaine came here again. Now, Lord, you see, I'm trying to be a good Christian, but she come around here one more time, Lord, and it's on. I know you know that I know she got a problem, and I'm telling you, Lord, that girl has some kind of chemical imbalance. So I'm saying to you, Lord, I need you to fix her. No, you don't pray about Charmaine. You don't pray about you pray for Charmaine, Lord. I understand it is not her that's doing this. Because in Ephesians 6, you said that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. There is a spirit that has infiltrated my friend, my sister, my cousin, my mama, my whoever, and that spirit is using them to torment me as well as tormenting them. So when we pray, we have to pray earnestly. Let me tell you something. The hardest prayer you will ever pray the first time, is to pray for God to bless that person that messed you up. 
That is the hardest thing. But let me tell you, when you do that prayer, and as you pray and you say, Lord, I know they hurt me, and I have every right, God, to be mad. They hurt me deep, Lord. You see the tears that I cry, Lord. Even as I'm talking to you right now, you still know the hurt and the pain. But, Lord, you love them just like you love me. And just like you let Jesus die for me, Jesus died also for that person. So, Father, I'm asking that you bless them. I'm asking God that you heal them. I'm asking God that you make a way for them. You don't ask God, yes, snatch the job from them, God. Yeah, that car they got, yeah, go ahead. While they're rolling down on the freeway, just let them have a flat. God does not answer prayer like that. And if we want to get closer to God, we have to pray with wisdom. We have to pray with love. We have to pray with patience. We have to pray with the fruit of the Spirit, especially love. Because think, Pastor T, think of the worst person who ever hurt you. And God said, pray for them. (laughs) Like, pray for who? Pray for her? Oh, God, do you need me to remind you what she did? Pray for him? Lord, you forgot... Do I need to replay that video, Lord, so you can see what they did? We want to give God all the reason why. And here's what we're thinking. We're thinking we're doing it for them. When we pray for the people who've harmed us, guess what? You're getting such benefits out of it because we are doing exactly what the Lord said, that we must love the Lord with all of our hearts all of our mind, all of our soul, and all of our strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves. When we pray and we do these two things, God has no choice but to answer your prayer because you're not praying in hate. You're not praying in anger. Kill him, Lord. Kill him. Just go ahead and destroy him. Let them destroy We're not praying. We're acknowledging God, yes, I hurt, but I know that's not what you want for me. Pastor Chris? And you're right. I mean, we have to understand that when we pray, it's an acknowledgement. It's, uh, God, you know, this is hard right now. I don't want to pray for this joker. I don't want to pray for these people. Now, now, look, now, as I'm stepping into this official title of pastor, I understand now that being a pastor is not all the bells and whistles that you see. Why? Because if you're a true pastor, you're selfless. That's what a true pastor is. They're selfless. They have to be able to love past a lot of things. And if you don't have your emotions right, Mm. You're not going to have a good, you're not going to have a longevity in in being a pastor. But see, again, they put another false false advertisement of what a pastor is. Oh, a pastor is supposed to wear nice suits, drive a nice car, Mm -hmm. speak all Mm -hmm. eloquent, using Greek and Hebrew, Mm -hmm. all this nonsense Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with actually pastoring people. My job as a pastor is to develop you and bring you into a relationship with God, not me. Amen. Amen. Somebody's going to get mad with that one, sis, but that's fine. 
My Amen. job as a pastor is to lead you to relationship with God, mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-oh. Right. My job is to make sure you become a warrior of the kingdom, Come on. not my kingdom to build so we can have five churches in five locations. No, right, his right. kingdom. What does that mean? <laughs> his kingdom means you can have the same biblical amplitude when you leave my church. You can go home and preach the same way with effectiveness and clarity just like Pastor did. Why? Because the pastor, that's what he's supposed to do. You're mm-hmm. supposed to develop the saints so they can go out. Not hoard them. Uh-oh. Right. Right. Not keep them in right. the front row. Not, right. Not pimping them until they lose their desire to go on their own journey and their own purpose. See, being a pastor is like having a school, sis. You bring mm-hmm. everybody to the school. They learn. They take their tests. They graduate, and they move on, right? Well, of course you have some that like to stay back. I mean, there's some. But that's what a pastor is. We are biblical teachers. We are teaching you to go out the house. Mm -hmm. Oh, they ain't like that one either. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. We're teaching you to be a prayer warrior by Mm -hmm. yourself and and call me with a praise report. Oh, they didn't Come like on. That one. Come uh, on. Uh, your, my job is to get the phone call from you to tell me that, Pastor, I was going to call you, but I got to give you a praise report because right. I was going to call you. But see, something told me not to and get on my mm-hmm. own knees Come on. and pray. Something told me, yeah, that something is the Holy Ghost. But you know how we Holy talk. Spirit. See, something, right. something told me, see, mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost is talking to you. That's when you mm-hmm. develop your relationship, not religion, because religion, mm-hmm. I'm always going to get a call, sis. 24 hours a day, my phone's going to ring. Why? Right. Because we've taught religion, not relationship. Mm-hmm. Religion keeps you... On the milk. Uh-oh. Yes, yes, yes. Like that one either. Yes. Religion, See, religion, religion tells you past to have to pray. Exactly. Religion doesn't teach you how to properly pray. Religion doesn't wow. teach you that prayer can be your weapon through the weight of your life. Uh-oh. Wow. See, people wow. don't understand that religion has been the stumbling block for years now and people still aren't getting it since was COVID-19 mm-hmm. enough to wake us up church no wow see wow. well you guys he's been this have been asking us oh you, go ahead go ahead go ahead I'm sorry go ahead. Pastor, I, 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 our time is up our time is our time is up already that quick yo our time is up already that quick that quick. When you start talking about the Lord and prayer, time just swings by. You guys, I just want to say thank you so much for being there with us. Father, bless everyone who's listening. Give them an ear to hear and a heart to receive. Pastor Chris, I want to thank you. I love you. Next up, 
next Tuesday, same time, same place, everybody. We'll see you, Pastor Chris. Thank you. Love you guys. Walk with me, family. Let's go. Hey, 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 hey. Heard you were up all night. Think about how your world ain't right. And you wonder if things will ever get better. And you're asking why is it always raining on when all you want is just a little good news Instead of feeling there stuck out in the weather Oh, don't hang your head, it's gonna end God's life Even if it's hard to see Him I promise you that He still cares When the waves are taking you under Hold on just a little bit longer He knows that this is gonna make you stronger, TPV Radio, Central Texas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.